Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me tell you a little bit about it. It's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends, family, or guests come on the show, and we basically kiki about whatever the topic of the day is. So today I have with me one of my favorite people. She is my friend, my mentor, um, and just the person that I go to, like life advice, work advice, like all of the above. Um, So Mel, you want to go ahead and say what's up and just introduce yourself? Yes. Okay. So I didn't really think too much about an intro, but like she said, I'm Mel. I met Crystal um, a few years ago in Hawaii. I am about to be retired. Thank God I made it. I made it bringing in 2022 on something different. Um, As far as what I do or what I'm aspiring to do is just go into uh, the real estate industry and use that as a platform to continue to serve our community and be an example to others that, hey, there are other options out there for us. Rather than going to someone else's nine to five, you can build your own um, through other avenues. So here I am. (laughs) Yes. So like I said, she is the person I go to for a lot of advice. And, you know, we'll get into what the topic of the day is later on. But we start each show with the Drink With Coco. So, Mel, what's your drink recommendation this week? (laughs) So, my drink is a little different. I like tea. (laughs) (laughs) My drink is tea, and I did not bring my drink. But, um, yeah, any type of green tea, Yogi brand, I am all for it. Because I like to be in my right state of mind for the most part. (laughs) is is whatever that looks like to everybody else. And I do think for the conversation that we, we're going to have today, I don't say, I don't want to say you don't want to be lit. Like, it's not a topic to be lit about, but it's one where I think tea is calming, puts you in a good mind frame to, to get things done, which is basically what today's topic is about. But before we get into the hot cup of cocoa, we got the word on the street. And this week's word on the street is pretty much some Black excellence. So the first thing we're going to talk about is retired Judge Vanessa Harris has recently been appointed temporarily on the Louisiana Supreme Court Court amid some some issues going on with the previous judge, Michelle Odinette. We're not going to get into what all that she did, But um, I think it's amazing that, you know, this woman is coming out of retirement to do something like sit on the Supreme Court, even though it's just a state, it's still a a high place to be. And so, Mel, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it's great, first and foremost. The second thing that comes to mind is, you know, we're always coming out of retirement. We're always fixing shit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that is what we do. We are fixers and um, we, we put things together. We are the glue in our families and our community. So I'm not surprised that now we have to lean on um, a person that looks like us to go in and fix the things or to make right what should have been in the first place. Yes. So that is the first stop in Black excellence. And when Mel says we, she means people of color, Black people. Um, and it's, I mean, I think it's all too common that the Black woman has to come in and save the day. But I think, like I said, she's coming out of retirement to take this position, even though temporary. I think that speaks volume to her and what her career has been, that they asked her to come out of retirement to, to step into this place. Right. So, you know, shout out to Judge Vanessa Harris and congratulations on this. Um, just another Black woman doing it for the culture. So next, last week I talked about Megan Thee Stallion and how she just finished getting her bachelor's degree, which again, I think is amazing because I promise you, let me have signed a deal. I'd be like, oh, 
I ain't got to go to school no more. I got money in the bank. But and that's what a lot of people think. That's what they do. Well, let me make it and I don't have to get educated. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> she she continued to, you know, go ahead and finish her degree, which I think is awesome. And then now she has landed a deal with Netflix. And that deal is to create and produce content which I think is also something that Mel is trying to teach me is creating multiple streams of income, which Megan Thee Stallion, I think, is definitely doing. Yes, yes. So um, her music is one thing, but I love the fact that she's already showing the younger generation women um, across the globe, like how you can really flex, how you get out there, you negotiate your deals and be your own boss. Yes, and that that is exactly what she's doing. She's out here just being amazing. And I can't say an international star because they listened to her over in Europe. When I went to Africa, she was performing. I didn't make it to the performance because I had an attitude and I stayed in the car while everybody else went inside. I don't remember why I had an attitude, but I missed the performance because I was in my feelings about whatever. Hello. But... <laughs> but you know she is out here doing a thing and I think it's amazing that she is joining other black storytellers like the Obamas um and so just so many other people that are part of the Netflix family um and I don't know if this is attributed to the CEO of Netflix being married to a black woman but they definitely out here doing it for the culture and, you know, telling our Black stories, which I think is so much more like, yes, I think it's important that we see stories about slavery and um, Jim Crow and things like that, but also to see stories of, of the Black people in the present day. And I think that's what a lot of these content creators are doing for Netflix right now. Like, I love Netflix. It's a, I watch a myriad of things on Netflix, but I will say I definitely am lured into watching things that represent more of what I'm into. So, you know, that's part of our history. Part of our culture is storytelling. Mm -hmm. It's part of Sankofa, like looking back on our history and um, knowing how to move forward. So, hey, I'm here for Netflix. I'll support as long as they keep doing this. <laughs> yes. So, because um, I think it, I don't know if, I think it's still a thing, but they had a, like a, just a segment of shows geared toward the Black, the Black lead. Um, so, of course, there are a lot of movies and shows that have Black leads, but Netflix was basically highlighting those those stories and movies and, and TV shows. And so I definitely say get into Netflix if you have not and just watch it, you know, like watch everything that they doing. And congratulations to Megan Thee Stallion on landing this deal. And, you know, I look forward to seeing what other stuff that she gets into. Right, right. And we're not getting paid by Netflix or anybody. No lane. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now that we got got through the word on the street, now we're going to go ahead and move into the hot cup of cocoa. So this week's hot cup of cocoa is basically about as as I mentioned last week, kind of just being reflective on this past year and where I've been and not necessarily in the past year, but over the years um, and moving into the new year, I think it's a good time to start putting ourselves in the mind frame of what is what is it that we are setting out to do in the new year? And so, as I mentioned, Mel and Mel even mentioned like she's retiring from the military you know, stepping into a new career, setting her own standards. But of course, I think with any big transition as such, mentally, you have to prepare yourself for that move. Um, because a lot of us that come into the military, 
she is retiring. So she has done 20 years in the military. And for a lot of us, this is the only career we know outside of what what little odd jobs we did before we came in the military. So our first real job. And now it's like, okay, we're leaving this job to step into the unknown. So um, the first thing I want to talk about is just affirmations. I think that's one way to put yourself in the mind frame of moving forward, preparing yourself mentally for the next step. So what are your thoughts on affirmations? I think um, they're necessary. And I think I know that everybody uses affirmations every day. You know, when we think of affirmations, we're thinking of someone standing in front of the mirror, chanting something over and over again. And maybe we are doing that. But if you really peel it back and look at like the basic um, foundation of an affirmation, it is to affirm and it is to be in agreement is to validate, you know, to say this is what it is. So um, a lot of people seek validation or they affirm themselves through music. Mm-hmm. They do meditation, through prayer, whatever it is. But um, I, like I said, everybody, regardless if they want to accept the term affirmation, we all do it every day. And I cannot uh, remember who said this, but I'm just going to quote it and, you know, you can look it up. But um, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're, you're right. It's true. So if you're going to affirm something into your life that um, whether it's negative or positive, then you will see it manifest in your life. So I, and it's, it, you know, it's different levels to it. So we, we affirm ourselves every morning throughout the day. We're probably driving to work already trying to convince ourselves it's going to be a great day. Yes. <laughs> Crying yourself to work, you know, thinking, oh my gosh, I got to go into this place but or sitting out in the parking lot and all these things I say because I have done them mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're convincing yourself you're telling yourself you're claiming it okay it's going to be a good day it's going to be a good day it's going to be a good day because that's what you want mm-hmm. and I think once you set your mind on something and make a decision then you will go throughout that day or throughout that journey remembering what it is you set your sights on definitely I think that because I know I know I get up every morning and I feel like the shit always hit the fan as soon as I hit the door. But as things come to me throughout the day, I have to just tell myself, like, you can just work through this. Like, don't let this change your mindset. Don't make this be a bad day because you letting this situation get you down. So that's one one way to look at affirmations is just, you know, talking yourself through your day. Um, I know last year I talked about making vision boards like I have my vision board up and some of the things like I put little quotes that, you know, inspire me. Um, And it's not something I look at every day, but it is something that I look at often. And some things I have on there just say like you grow, girl, like not necessarily you go, but you grow because every day, every experience is growing you, you know, and so that's, that's something I think of when I think of affirmations is that even when I'm uncomfortable, that's when I'm growing the most. Um, Something else is I do have a scripture up there. It's Mark 11, 23, basically saying, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall no doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have with what whatsoever he saith and basically saying whatever you speak into existence is yours. So um, those are two things that I definitely look to, to, to push me through and, you know, as my affirmations and, you know, just, just to keep me going and letting me know that every everything ain't what it is. And sometimes you do just have to it just have to say it is what it is. <laughs> and you know, so one of the things I do and I've gotten in the habit of doing is before I even get out of bed, like when I come into consciousness in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm already giving or I'm already expressing gratitude. I'm already saying, you know, thank you. Because it's the little wins that we don't think about because we're mm-hmm. so fixated on 
the the woe is me or like I said oh my gosh I gotta go into this job so I had to tell myself to uh reprogram my mind and how am I going to do that wait before I even get up go ahead and give thanks for the fact that I can even think to give thanks for being able to wake up and then I would um and I, I remember exactly what time frame I was or where I was in my life where it was very intentional about reprogramming my mindset. So I would turn the TV on um, YouTube and play different videos as I'm getting ready for work. And that did help. I would have my cup of tea in the morning mm -hmm. and I would do a little bit of exercising in even if it was 10 push-ups. It was like, okay, let me just kind of wake myself up. Let me hype myself up. Yeah. So I can go into this place and be okay. But giving things and keeping track of the the small wins that you know, or I'll say the small successes that mm -hmm. we have throughout the day. And, you know, that that does a lot for you, too. Those little boosts. Yeah, for sure. And as I mentioned, like I go to mail for a lot of advice and the YouTube affirmations that she listens to. She sent me one one morning, probably because I probably text her something crazy about what was going on at work. And as I was listening to it, I was like, yes this was right on time like this was on point and then I you know I'm in charge of people I supervise people so we were having our morning meeting and it was just like you know everybody was sitting there all sad and gloom and you know that can make somebody's day you know if you allow other people and how they move in to affect your mood but I was like you know what I was like it's Friday and and to come to work sad on a Friday too it was just like no it's Friday I was like it is the it, we are just a few hours away from the weekend like let's go around and say what we thankful for you know even if I had to come back to somebody it was like you still need to be thinking about what you thankful for and then at the end of the conversation I was like oh let me send them this affirmation that Mel sent me. And I sent that to, to all my people and just, you know, just told them like, you know, as you move throughout your day, you know, think about some of these things that this affirmation is saying, like just to help you, like motivate you throughout your day. And that's my, my main thing. Like, not only am I like, is my position here to, supervised but in the military they make supervision way more than just supervising your day so I also look at it as it is my job to also help people think about certain things and not only to teach them how to do their jobs but to encourage them whether that be in a job in a regular life to help them with whatever their goal is, that's my job to help them. And I become a life coach. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I definitely feel that um, sending them the affirmations was something to just help them, not only in work, but in life in general. And Mel is actually working on becoming a life coach as well outside of you know, real estate, which I really think is up her alley. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'm telling you, she be really coaching me through this thing called life. <laughs> right. And that's exactly what it is. And, you know, for me, it started um, at a young age, but I didn't realize it. You know, we have all kinds of things happening to us when we grow or when we're younger. And then when we get older and start reflecting, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, now it makes sense. Like, it's, make it make sense? Well, I'm yeah. making it make sense for me now. And so my mom, I saw her, my mom read a lot. She may not have talked to us about what she was reading, but the fact that I saw her reading a lot and um, she introduced me in her own way to Yana Van Zandt. Like I didn't know anything about her. And I ended up like buying a, a lot of her books and reading those things. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm in the meantime. <laughs> like what floor am I on? It's the refrigerator, like just re not reevaluating, but evaluating where I was in life and you know kind of taking control of me because that's the only thing you can do is control yourself you can't control nobody else out here right so, uh, yeah 
Um, and the military, I do feel like gave us a lot of opportunity to, to understand more about ourselves. Cause when you grow up in a certain environment, that's all, you know, but when mm -hmm. you get that exposure, you get to live in different states, um, countries, different cultures, you just pick from it. And for me, it's easy to see what other people are doing to be happy in life. And it's like, oh, so they over here, they are here by themselves, just out in the world, just walking down the street or attending like a live show at a restaurant and they're happy. Mm -hmm. So why can't I have some of that? Oh, I can, and I'm going to go do it. So right. if, you're the, if you're the type out there who, you know, you don't like going to the movies by yourself and you asking people, oh, you would do that by yourself. You know, I love those people. Mm -hmm. To me, you know. some, some confidence there and security. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know um, a lot of people, like, when I think about my relationship with my boyfriend or whatever, a lot of people would be like, Y'all don't see each other enough. Y'all don't spend enough time together. And, you know, I have to, you know, if you allow people to get in your head in that way, it can't affect how you, how you think. But when you think about being in a relationship with somebody, like, it's cool to take advice from people, but then you also have to do what works for you and the person you're in a relationship with. And mm -hmm. when I think about maybe the time that we are apart, like, I enjoy that time apart because I'm still working on some things within myself. You know, like, Mel is starting her real estate business, but she's also encouraged me to go ahead and get my real estate license. So I'm going to be working on that soon. And if I'm up under him all day, I ain't going to be focused on doing what I need to do, you know. <laughs> so I'm appreciative that he ain't, he ain't here every day so that I can focus on getting that done. You know, so, you know, to each his own, like, that's what works best for us. And I'm sure when he and I are apart, he's focusing on things that he has to do for his business as well. So, you know, I, I do think it's okay to be in a relationship, but understanding, like, you're an individual on your own. Like, that person is not what make you breathe. That person is not what's paying your bills. You know, like, unless, to me, unless you're married, like, my thought process on, and not even married, but if y'all live together, then that's a, a different dynamic when it comes to, like, how you pay bills and things like that. But he and I don't live together. So he don't pay my bills or, you know, X, Y, Z. So I have to focus on, how to take care of myself and so um that's that's another thing that I reflect on and I tell people all the time like you know when I said at my little morning meeting what I was thankful for I told them I was thankful that I'm able to take care of myself like growing up my mother always told me don't depend on no man to take care of you now as an adult, like, do I want a man to take care of me? Yes, I do. But then I also, you know, am grateful that I'm at a place in my life where I can do the things I expect a man to do for me. You're like, self-sufficient. Yeah, I'm self-sufficient and I can appreciate being that, you know? So that's what I'm grateful for. There are a lot of people who aren't able to, to purchase a home because the system is set up where, they can tell you, you can pay a $1,600 rent, but you can't pay an $800 mortgage. So I'm grateful that I'm in a position where I can own a home, where somebody else might not be able to. And I did that by myself. Like I didn't have parents to, to help me. Like now at, are my parents doing little things here and there, like buying me housewarming gifts or helping me, you know, do some remodeling in my house. Yes, they are. But at the same token, they don't pay my mortgage. They did not pay, pay the closing costs on my house. Like all of that I did on my own. And see, you say help, but I feel like that's something that they offered and they wanted to mm -hmm. give gift that to you yeah you know, they want to be a part of your greatness you know they're proud <laughs> of you so they see you out here doing things and not having to ask them for anything so they want to feed into your greatness and I see it as a um a show of support which mm -hmm. we all need um, as far that. as being self-sufficient the same way you feel about yourself um being comfortable and being happy and being at peace knowing that you can do this I look at your partner the same way 
So you don't want, if you feel this way about yourself, then you want your partner to feel the same way about himself or herself so that you both can come together. And I'm not saying come to get, you have to be whole first to come together. I used to think that, but we're not perfect. So we come together at a good place for where we are in our lives and both of us are contributing. And I, I am constantly thinking of those things because I have a son and I think about, you know, what is it that I want for him? What is it that I want him to move forward in life doing and thinking? And how do I want him to be treated? And then what am I going to tolerate for him? You know, because mm-hmm. I'm still going to be mama. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't want to set a certain example for him, not saying I'm not like I said I'm not perfect but there are certain things that I want to put in front of him so he'll know it is okay and if you see me making a mistake like I'm just trying to keep it real with you uh, I'm human so I'm going to make a mistake but what am I going to do with that mistake am I going to condemn continue to condemn myself for it or am I going to be like okay it happened learn from it you know assess my feelings I know I don't like how this feels so I don't want to put myself in that predicament again. And sometimes not putting yourself in certain situations is not the popular thing to do. Mm-hmm. So going back to what you said about being alone and being okay, you gotta, we have to learn how to be by ourselves and be okay. If we don't want to be by ourselves, why would anybody want to be with us? If exactly. we can't be by ourselves. <laughs> you can't even stand to be by yourself, but you want somebody right. else to be with you. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean- make it make sense (laughs) (laughs) and somebody somebody actually said that to me and it wasn't directed at me it was just having a conversation they were like yeah you can't do you know what you are made of and I'm like what do you mean and they kind of took me down a whole path and I was like wow I never really thought about it that way and then it was you know the person said well yeah you can't stand to be alone and by yourself and what makes you think somebody else wants to be with you and Mm -hmm. around you yeah okay yeah when I went on it when I was uh in therapy um I remember my therapist told me like date yourself take your take yourself to the movies go for coffee by yourself like you don't need somebody to do that for you you know like I know one time I was meeting up with someone to go to the movies but I made it a point to be like okay let me leave out early so I can go to the coffee to the Starbucks and sit and just have a cup of coffee by myself, you know, or go to dinner by myself. Yeah, that may mean I'm just sitting at the bar by myself, but that's okay. You know, like, I think it's important to, like, while you're in these years of, like, seeking to be in a relationship with someone, you know, work on that relationship with yourself as well. Yeah, so that, um, this past this last assignment, I had to, one of the <laughs> affirmations, one of the things I came into this assignment thinking was that I wanted to talk to people and leave them and myself with uh, my dignity intact and theirs intact, mm-hmm. which meant check myself and also check other people um, if they try to come at me wrong or if I feel like I'm starting to elevate on them because it's not about them, it's about me. So showing myself grace, showing other people grace, not knowing what day they had, but at the same time, setting boundaries so people will know I'm not gonna be your punching bag. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to be your punching bag. And it, and it is hard because you have conversations, we're human. So we're gonna socialize with people. We're going to feel some of their pains and their um, the issues and challenges that they're going through based on our previous, on our experience of just who, how we're made up, but understanding that um, some of that stuff is not, does not belong to you. It is not yours. Mm-hmm. Do not make an agreement that their bad day has to be your bad day. Mm-hmm. Don't make an agreement with that because now you are sitting here upset and you don't even know why, like you don't even have a reason why you mad. Yeah. Like, like I want to ask you why you don't have to answer. It's rhetorical, but like, why are you mad <laughs> at, the, at the concert? You made it to the concert. Why are you mad? <laughs> but you know, so we, we, it's easy. It's easy to get caught up in someone else's stuff and take on their feelings. And when you really sit down and think about it, it's like, why though? But I didn't, I didn't start my day off feeling that way, but I came home feeling some type of way about everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 
So just setting boundaries, understanding that not everything someone else is going through belongs to you is not yours. Even when someone talks to you crazy, sometimes you have to be, Ooh, it's hard, but be like, you know what? It's not about me. Is this person Mm -hmm. having a bad day? So I'm going to leave them with their stuff, but I'm not going to let them leave from around me. And I am keeping the residuals of that. Nope. Nope. And when you are having a bad day and it is yours, I go back to extend yourself a little bit of grace. It is okay. It is okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, also while you were, you know, just talking or whatever, I was trying to think like how things come full circle. And I remember when we were in Hawaii, like I left Hawaii about maybe six months before you left Hawaii and you knew you were going to Georgia and I was going to Korea. Mm -hmm. And you said, and I knew after Korea, I was going to England. And you said, nope, I'm gonna get you diverted. You coming to Georgia (laughs) with me. And I said, "Mm, no, let's see what happened after England. I'm trying to get to England, you know? (laughs) But not even, when I, put Georgia on my list of places to go I didn't even think of it like Melissa said she was gonna get me to Georgia until like I got here and I'm like she spoke that into existence she said you coming to Georgia unfortunately we didn't get the opportunity to work together but we write down right up the road from each other and hopefully you move into where I'm at now that you kind of like on your own little tangent now. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm work. I was thinking about that all week and trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to be a nomad out here. <laughs> <laughs> I got places to be. I got people to go see. So I'm trying to be a nomad and see what that life is like. Um, seeing the things I didn't have the opportunity to just see an experience on my own time in my mm-hmm. time. So, yeah. I do feel like there, where you are, my support system, uh, a large part of my support system is there. And it only makes sense with, you know, the future of my son, where he's going to be and everything else that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I, I definitely think that when you find people along your journey, like, that bring value to your life, like definitely like just keep a hold of them. And I'm super grateful that the Lord brought mail into my life. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way about you. I really do. I really do. So with this year coming to a close, I feel like we, we talked about the affirmations and just kind of like how we got to the place we are but I definitely think with the year coming to a close this final week of December of 2021 I think it's important that we reflect and you know reflect on not only this past year but the years prior and Mm -hmm. what changes we want to make in our lives and how we can realign our focus to to be what we needed to be for us to get to where we want to go. I think, and Jesus, when I think about things coming full circle, (laughs) like even with this real estate license, I remember telling my mom when I was in high school, you know, I want to be a a real estate attorney. And I don't necessarily think I'm going to get to the real estate attorney part, but I do think like this is, some form of that that dream or one I once had and so um nice so that's that's one thing that's a part of my reflection um and realigning my focus for the new year I think what you are doing and what you have done like the vision boards I remember when we were in Hawaii and you know there was some encouragement a push to hold like a lunch and learn to talk mm-hmm. about vision boards and then it was a conversation about being a, a podcaster so yeah so with you like I am seeing it come back come around full circle and then those are some of the things that I would even tell anybody to do is um where you know we talk about our five-year goals where you see yourself in 10 years well 
think about it this way. If you see yourself there in 10 years, then what do you think is going to happen in 10 years? It starts today. Like you got to start working on that stuff today. You're not going to wake up in 10 years and be this mogul in whatever industry. Like you got to start that stuff today. So what are you willing to sacrifice for yourself? Um, like you said, the vision boards, the podcast, if it's just writing it down in a book and keeping this book, or um, if you need to put it on like one note or whatever, it's ideas that come to mind, do it. I'm really big on speaking stuff into existence. And I actually have to be careful about the things I say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to learn that, you know, or, or I, I, I can say I had to uh, accept the fact that things were manifesting um, and it was scary. So now it's like, okay, be, be mindful of what I say aloud. Um, but being a blogger, creating your YouTube channel, because to me, all of that is like creating a record of the things that you said you wanted to do mm-hmm. and getting it done. And then when you go back on this year, the previous years and say, you know, look at all of the goals that you set out, you'll be surprised by how much you have actually accomplished. And then it may not look the way you thought it would look for that big thing you wanted to do. And you had to go around the way and take detours in life, but you may come right back to it a different way because it was something else that you needed to handle that you just, that the divine had for you. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, I need to take you down here because I need to teach you a lesson on this first. So you can, I can make you great over here when I bring you back to it. And I think that you and I on this this call, um, this is something that you have manifested for yourself. It's happening. It's a prime example of what happens, you know, Mm -hmm. when you affirm yourself and then you start taking little steps towards getting the things that you want done in life. Mm -hmm. What are some things you feel like you have spoken into existence? (laughs) (laughs) Not all have been good though. Not, oof. So, okay, I, I think I get this from my, my grandmother. Um, I think my grandmother was a little clairvoyant and there was some other things going on that I am still trying to figure out to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our culture goes through what's called like the a spiritual double consciousness mm-hmm. where we are conflicted about the things we are told to do versus what is coming natural to us. And yeah. again, the things that we feel deep down, it's like, somebody's going to think I'm crazy if I tell them this, but I am receiving it. I'm accepting it for what it is worth. So, you know, you can be a little reckless in the things that you do. And um, a few of the things that I have spoken into existence that aren't <laughs> good, you know, some people have um, gone to jail mm-hmm. because I was angry and not knowing my gift or, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but that's why now it's like, and then I went through this thing of being afraid, like, oh my gosh, once I realized when I was younger and those, those things were happening, and I'm like, I cannot be out here wielding these things. So um, you would be, you, our conversations, some of the conversations we have would be an example of, okay, this is happening. When I said you were coming to Georgia, I meant you were going to be here with me. Only thing I knew was we were going to, I was determined to get you in the squadron. <laughs> And we are going to be together, mm-hmm. but you came to Georgia because I wasn't specific on being in the squadron. I didn't say in the squadron. I just yeah. said to Georgia. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Some, and another thing, um, my son, I am in the middle of reflecting about his life with the things that he has going on, him um, graduating a year early. Um, him going into NASCAR. This boy was into cars from day one. And I saw that he was going to be an engineer of some sort. And he didn't know because you got to be careful with kids and not tell them. Don't tell them what you know or what you see, because then we just naturally want to buck against the system. Right. Right. So the only thing I did was I kept feeding him certain things and got him to a point where he's self-sufficient and he just he was able to take off. So that has opened up doors for him to start life a little bit early. Um, For myself, I knew that I wanted to go into the real estate industry and I thought I had to go the typical route until maybe two, three months ago, I just happened to get on Facebook and I saw someone ask a question on a group I'm in and um, a young man came in there. He answered the question and the question that he answered was actually the cheat sheet and the shortcut I needed to be able to um, 
open the franchise, like get the franchise and not have to wait three to five years from now to get it done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. But going a step further, I said I wanted to get into real estate at my second base. Why didn't I do it then? Because I guess it wasn't time for me. Like I said earlier, sometimes we deviate and we take detours, but we come back around to it. Um, I wasn't constantly manif- or affirming it. I just knew deep down is what I wanted. It was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, everything started to align itself because I made a decision to, to be obedient, you know, to honor who I am as a person mm-hmm. and to be careful not to be saying things about, you know, what I want in other people's lives. Again, that was like the teenage girl yeah. <laughs> didn't know any better. It's just like watching X-Men or something. You out here young, got powers. You don't even know what to do with them. So you got to go to school and learn how to, how to really hone that thing and, and use it for good. Yeah. I think everybody has a choice. We all have a choice and we just make a decision on what it is we want. Yeah. As you, as you mentioned, like, you know, we take detours in life. I say appreciate the detours because yeah. you net like I try and tell my the people that I supervise like don't be in such a rush to get to the next step because you could be missing something in in the step you in right now mm-hmm. and I definitely think those are what those detours are is to teach us the things we need to learn in order to be great in whatever it is that we doing later on in life like I tell for a long time I would say I don't know why I'm still in the military but as I encounter more people like my job like I said my job is so much more than just my job mm-hmm. um but I think it's it's preparing me for for something else. What what that is, I'm still not for certain because um, I had a bishop one time. He, what's the word I want to say? He um, prophesied. Yeah, prophesied. You know that people would want to listen to me and they would want to hear what I have to say. Do I feel like this podcast is a part of it? Yes, it is. But I do still feel like there is something else that that prophecy is 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 geared towards. Mm-hmm. So I think my time in the military is preparing me for whatever that is in my life. I'm still not for certain what it is. Um, and that's why I think a lot of people will say, you know, when I grow up, I want to be X, Y, Z, because honestly, I don't think that's one thing I can say I appreciate about the military is I have this life right now. But because when I retire, I'll still be so young, I still have an opportunity to have another career outside of that. So I can still say when I grow up, I want to do X, Y, Z, because I still have that time. I'm not gridlocked into this one career. And I definitely say just because you're not in the military don't mean you gridlocked into that career either. I think you can definitely spend your time outside of work, working on other projects and other multiple streams of uh, income. Yes, yes. I wholeheartedly agree with that because that was another thing I can easily, I think we, we can easily relate to what we know. Mm-hmm. And for us is, you know, being a service member, but then how do we leverage all of that? How do we package it up and help other people yeah. and teach them just what you said, you know, maybe give yourself a couple of minutes a day or a couple of hours throughout the week to to focus on that other thing that you have going on and then align yourself and meet people, network, talk to people and figure out how did they do it. Mm-hmm. Don't be so into your pride and ego that you can't ask somebody a question. Cause like me, I'm out here. I would love to have the conversation with different people and you don't have to be retired. You don't, you can be on active duty. It doesn't matter. You can be a civilian and feeling like this is it because I know how it is to grow up in an environment and think that that is all there is because nobody else in the environment was doing certain things that I aspired to do and what I aspired to have. So um, yeah, just aligning, meeting people, talking to them. Sometimes you learn, I mean, you can learn a lot from people you don't like that you don't care about, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, just 
listen. You don't always have to talk either. Just put yourself in that room and listen, take notes and yeah, go for it. Yes. So as this year comes to a close, I definitely think this is a time to reflect, write down what your goals for the new year is. And me, I'm one of those people, I don't ever like to give myself like hard deadlines, but I definitely say like, like, unless it has to be a hard deadline, I don't believe in hard deadlines. I just believe everything will happen when it's meant to happen. But I do feel it's important to, to write down those goals. And as you achieve them, just check them off the list. Like, okay, I did this, I did that. And, you know, see how many of them you're able to knock off in that in the year. Because mm-hmm. with the hard goals, the hard deadlines, we already know what's about to happen at the beginning of the year. Everybody about to be in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and Including myself. February. <laughs> <laughs> and then in February, everybody's going to be tired going to McDonald's and stuff. But I, again, if you write it down, I think that's an excellent point. Write it down somewhere mm-hmm. and just take small pieces like bite-sized pieces and take care of those little things to get you there and you'll be amazed by what happens at the end of that year definitely so I think we kind of did like the final words I definitely think that you know write down your goals reflect Think of some things that you want to affirm in your life, you know, even if that is encouragement to to get you through your day, you know, think of things that you think are important, make your vision boards or whatever you feel is reminiscent of those reminders that you need to achieve the goals that you want or to encourage you. Um, I think like I'm looking at my vision board now and I'm thinking like it's definitely some things I need to to take off and some things I need to put on it. Like last year, I I put a house on my vision board. I got a house. So now I can knock that off. You know, um, I'm still working on the, you know, speaking things into existence and, and working towards my 50K goal of like 50K followers or 50K listeners. Um, but those are things that you want to, to put on your board. So, you know, like, yeah, I did that, or this is what I'm working towards, but it's, and, and I think it's also a part of manifesting, you know, mm-hmm. manifesting the things that you want in your life, um, mm-hmm. which, and I, I think the older I get, it feels more important for me to reflect on those things. And especially as I'm coming towards the end of my military career, it's like, okay, I need to be manifesting what I'm going to be doing after the military. Like, I don't want to hit 19 years and I'm like, okay, I can press the retirement button now, but what am I going to do? Like, my goal is definitely, like a lot of people retire from the military and go back to the military and work as a civilian. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that. When my military career is over, I want that part of my life to be closed and me moving forward into whatever my next career is um and so I I have a number of things that that I want to do when I get out the military and now is definitely the time for me to start focusing on those things yeah I think the pivot that's Mm -hmm. what I'm calling it the great pivot (laughs) (laughs) for any of us that are making those decisions and those big life changes and and it doesn't necessarily have to be about career. It can be about the people in your life because we know mm-hmm. how hard that can be. Yeah. To just, regardless of the relationship you have with that person, to honor it, to grieve it, mourn and lay it to rest if need be. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. And not letting other people guilt you into thinking that the way you're choosing to live your life to be a better person is the wrong way because it's not the most popular way or it's not of the popular opinion so um all that goes back to loving yourself and I don't think we take enough time and give ourselves enough credit to really spend time alone and figure out how what it is we like Mm -hmm. and being okay with that and hey 
if I need you to take your shoes off, come to my house and you don't want to do it. And you say, you're not going to come to my house because you got to take your shoes off. Then, okay. <laughs> I, <Okay>. still love <laughs> I still love you. You know, it's just honoring again, honoring yourself, loving yourself, knowing who you are so you can be a better person for the people in your life and just the community itself. Yes. And I, speaking of like, you know, that scenario, but just setting those boundaries with people, regardless of who the person is, I do think that we have to set boundaries because I think it helps us grow you know, and then, of course, it's always that concept of like, I think I'm past the point in my life where I'm like, I need to remove the people that don't serve me. But, um, you know, I definitely think it's it's also a time to reflect on who it is that you have around you, protect your energy, because, mm-hmm. you know, as I mentioned, like coming into work on a Friday and everybody is down, like, if I didn't come in with a positive attitude, I could have allowed that to change my view on how that Friday went, you know, but, um, and that's why I try to come to work. Even if I do wake up like, oh, I don't want to go to this place. You know, I still try to try to walk into my office with a positive attitude, positive energies with the hopes that that rubs off on other people as well. Yeah. So create boundaries, Mm -hmm. reflect, realign your focus you know and just just think about what it is that you want for your life and how you how this next year is going to help you achieve that yes yes so I know you're trying to get with this social media thing (laughs) um (laughs) oh I'm terrible with it right now but Oh, go ahead. ahead. Do you want to let people know where they can follow you at on social media? And I definitely think if you're interested in real estate, like she is definitely someone you want to be in contact with because she will get you where you need to be or get you some information. So, um, yes, let people know. So I am under construction right now. So (laughs) if you're interested in just simply having a conversation about life itself, if you're on the fence with anything, I can have that conversation with you. Um, If it's real estate, whatever, I'm just going to redirect you through Coco. Get with her. She will get with me. (laughs) And this is me showing myself grace. It's okay. Like I am under construction when it comes to the social media thing. Um, Just, you know, putting it out there. I'll have it out there eventually. But right now I don't have a place to put people or to send them. So just get with her and um, she will hook us up. Yes, definitely. So, you know, y'all can all, y'all can follow me on social media. I'll hand those Kiki and with Coco. I have my email Kiki and with Coco pie at gmail.com. And then, of course, you can contact me via my website, kikianwithcocopodcast.com. You can get my Twitter, Instagram, email, however you choose to contact me. But if it's easiest to go through my website, you can definitely do that. As always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And until next time, bye. Bye.